Hi, my friends, and welcome into this week's episode of Forte Catholic. I'm so glad that you are here, and I'm so glad that Liv Harrison is here. We have a great conversation, a great show for you here today. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of celebrations today. Birthday celebrations, as uh, I just celebrated mine. Uh, wedding celebrations, as my sister just celebrated her. And then also a couple of breakthroughs, both for Liv and her life, and also some breakthroughs in the spiritual life in my life for for moi for me uh and also we talk about maybe one of my favorite like uh biblical uh realizations that i've ever made and it involves mary and zechariah and how i think uh god uh, plays a little easier with his favorite women than he does with his favorite boys don't get mad at me we're all having fun here wait till the end of the show i think you're gonna really enjoy today's episode take a listen And welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is Olivia Eugene Harrison. Hello, Olivia. Hello, Taylor. I, How are I'm you? I'm doing great. I have three things that involve you to start the show. I'm going to let you pick the order. We're going to do all three, but I have a, a heartwarming story that you will love about, about that involves you. I have a reason I'm mad at you and a reason <laughs> I'm proud of you. Which would you I'm, like to do first? Or, like, I know why you're mad at me. So we we can, <laughs> we can start with that if you want. <laughs> what okay, were the balloons? So did you see balloons that just I happened? I did see balloons. This is a new thing with the, the Apple computers. I don't even know if people see them on YouTube. I, I have no idea. I, met, I thought I turned them off. <laughs> this happened with Sean's episode too. I love if it I happened a, when you were like... A, I, I talk with my hands. I'm Italian like you. So when I do a thumbs up, it does like uh, <laughs> balloons and confetti. But anyway, we're just going to ignore it. Okay. okay all right. We just, just got to ignore it. But there might I be just random balloons in front of my balloons, head. Balloons <laughs> yes. happened when you said, I have something that uh, I'm mad at you. And then balloons. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what the balloons are for, right? No, your birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this is our birthday episode, but we're it's starting with episode. you. We're starting yeah, okay, with you. Right. Okay, let's, so you want to start with why with. Okay, yeah, why I'm mad at you. So uh, you and I both uh, made our Catholic TV debut. Uh, this is the second time that I've been on Catholic television, but there is specifically a network called Catholic TV. And, uh, you know, I went on EWTN years ago. This is my first time being on Catholic TV. So my second time on Catholic TV that was called Catholic TV. Okay, got it. Um, so I, I made my debu uh, debut on, on this on the show that they do, uh, and it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, you also made your debut on on Catholic TV uh, a few weeks after I did. And so my my kids who just just adore you. Uh, I think we said the last time that you were on, we went and stayed at your house. They really enjoyed spending time with you. Mostly enjoy, enjoyed spending time with the dogs, but you know, like <laughs> they they They're really the like cutest. you. You're very very nice to them, uh which, you know, you, no no niceties for their father, but you're very nice to my children and they love you. So me uh me and all, and my three kids Sat mm -hmm. down and watched your interview on this Catholic TV show. We watched it on, like you, you know, you, you put YouTube up on the TV and all this kind of stuff, right? So Y'all were the four viewers that watched yeah, that episode. Yeah. Okay, well, great. I only counted as one because yeah, uh, I know that was the joke, Taylor. <laughs> 
sometimes it's hard to tell when you're making a joke. Olivia. Is it? Is it? <laughs> so we watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I would not be mad if you talked about any other topic other than the topic that you talked about. If you talked about Liv being an MC, if you talked about Liv, you know, your your weight loss journey or your um, your marriage or like all these things that you're like pretty famous for for speaking about and sharing about, I wouldn't have been mad. But when when the video says Liv Harrison on podcasting. And my name didn't get said once. I, w- I was pretty upset. because. <laughs> but I talked about you. <laughs> no, you I did talked- not. Yes, I did. <laughs> I didn't say your name. Also, I didn't know that's what we were going to talk about. I gave them a li- I gave them exactly the list you just said. I was like, fatty, married to an embryo. <laughs> like, I was like, fatty? all the things. <laughs> all the things. I'm like, here's the stuff I know. Food, my hot husband. Those I can talk about. They're like, great. Let's discuss podcasting. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I had a podcast in 2020. Who even knows that? So it was just, I thought, I kept thinking to be very honest with you. I was like, okay. And, you know, like I kept thinking like, this is, we're going to do something. Like, I didn't even know that was going to be the entire segment. Like they didn't say, and this shall be all we talk about. They didn't say anything. Which I'm cool with that. You know that. I love when, like, I don't know what's going on. I do better. As your primary podcast handler, I agree (laughs) with them that they shouldn't have told you what's what's going on before we start. Because I didn't tell you any of this before we started because we know better. (laughs) Because you, you, you... you're a great, a great co-host if you don't know what's coming. If you know what's coming, you <laughs> ruin worst. every transition. Worst. Like, I want to have a 20-minute conversation and then get to the Bible point. You bring up the Bible point within a minute and a half. Like, it's so annoying to tell you anything. And then <laughs> and then they do doing? it. And, I, like, again, I wouldn't have been mad if you hadn't name-dropped multiple other people. I you name-dropped one person. <laughs> the person who got me the interview which I, okay, Taylor, this is so me, and you know this. I'm going to tell a quick story. Taylor and I were interviewing Dr. Peter Kraft. Kraft? Kraft? What do we say? We, we never decided. <laughs> <laughs> and I had zero clues who this man was. None. I had never heard of his name, Zippo. And I asked him about his, what, how many pillows he had on his bed? Like something, do you remember that? Something super arbitrary. Like, so how many throw pillows do you have? And we get off the thing and I'm talking to my brothers and my brother goes, I'm sorry, who did you interview? And it was like, Dr. Peter, I don't know, Kraft, 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 I don't know. And he goes, he's the leading philosopher of our time. <laughs> <laughs> what did you ask him? And it was like something about his throw pillows. Boxers or briefs, bro. I mean, Taylor, this is so my thing. I was in Petra and Jordan. And the whole time I was like, I've never heard of this place called my brother. I was like, have you ever heard of Petra? He's like, I literally hate you. So this is my MO. The only person I mentioned was Monet, who got me the, the interview. No, you mentioned Jen Fulweiler. You mentioned Edmund Mitchell. You mentioned so many people, just not me. <laughs> And, like I, what's, I? what drove me crazy is you mentioned all of those people and I was in the room for all of those conversations. <laughs> all right. I would like to officially announce Taylor Schroll's name coming out of my mouth on the same level as Catholic TV, which is Forte Catholic. You want to, you want to know what really, really, uh, what, what grinds views. my gears, chaps, my chaps, my tush. You want to know what really I does said it? my producer, <laughs> what? Uh, I went back. I, I went back myself. 
right immediately after watching your interview the kids were like oh it's miss live and i'm like (sighs) genuinely angry i'm like seriously like i'm not the kind of person that like needs to be mentioned all the time but when it comes to live harrison and podcasting i've been there for every second and the fact that so i I, I went back no listen to me i went back and watched my interview on catholic tv and at the time you had not been on this podcast for a year and within a minute and a half of my interview you know whose name I said? Yours. I'm me. such a much better friend than you are. I mentioned your name, but you haven't shown up for me in almost a year. And you didn't mention me at all. <laughs> this is getting quite abusive very quickly. I this wasn't even talking about podcasting. <laughs> publicly yelling at Liv. So I, you know, that's funny. I was actually going to say something to you about what I did just mention your name, but because you just yelled at me like that, I'm not. So you will have to just not know when I did did just mention your name to a very big named person who actually runs something and not just the three people that I get to watch on YouTube. So Mr. Taylor Schroll, I adore you. I talk about you all the time, but here's the thing. I talk about you when it matters. So there you go. Not when you're on national television. Great. No one was watching. (laughs) No one was watching. Anyway, I'm sorry, Taylor. I've already said I'm sorry. It was not. I, I I don't think you did. Uh, oh, yes, sale. I did. And it was a big deal that I was on. It was a really big deal. I'm glad that you're making me go through this. I'm really glad you know everything I've gone through and you're bringing this up because it well, was a big well, deal. You no, know, you chose this. I gave you two roses and a thorn and you picked the thorn. You woke up this morning and chose violence. We've already ma- ma- t- <laughs> I did not. We've already talked about this and you still want to talk. You still want to talk oh, about this. No, I'm I sorry. held back and I, that's how I do. I held back. I hold back in all public. my real life and uh, uh, all my real all right. life interactions. I hold back until we're on the podcast. <laughs> How can I make it up to you and apologize in the correct no, no, manner? I don't I don't need you to apologize. It's fine uh, because <laughs> it's not going to change my anger. So apologizing is worthless. Uh, but but then what is might, it that you want? You might yeah. tell me. Th- oh, just to, just to let people know. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> but remember. There are yes. two other things, and you, <laughs> stupid points. <laughs> now there's a balloon. R- remember that there are two other things that were, that were good. I said that there's a there's a, a moment that I was proud of you, uh-huh. and a heartwarming story that you will love. And now we get to go there. Now we get to now we get to rise from the ashes <laughs> of our friendship. Here's what's really funny. I didn't I didn't know this was the thing you were mad about because I thought we put this to bed, and uh, I thought it was something I did yesterday that got you mad. So. That's funny. Oh, no. I what did you do yesterday? <laughs> I, I spoke at your parish. I was I was a speaker at your parish. I was with all your people last night. At St. Joseph's? Uh no, and Lake Jackson. Oh, and Lake Jackson at my old parish. That's okay. Can, <laughs> they, they need all the help they could get. <laughs> it was great. There was a huge turnout. So and that's not where I said such nice things about you, but I did talk about you a lot last night. So anyway. So this is great. No, I, I'm I feeling was, really I good was, about I was, myself. I was well, you chose this. <laughs> If I like the way that I do stuff is I like the that sandwich. That is so I, I, abusive I to say I'm yelling at you and you made me do this. <laughs> no, what is that called? You love that term, gaslighting. I'm gaslighting. This is all your. Fault. Oh, I'm aware of what you're doing. I'm very aware of your personality <laughs> I'm disorders. I'm trying to be nice now. I'm trying to prove <laughs> right, that I still okay. like you despite you. Um, all right. you know, shaming here, me I will tell you my my good news to no, you. No, I think you're going to want to tell it after after the two positive stories. All right, let's That's hear what it. I think. Go. Okay. Well, no, which one do you want? Do you want the heartwarming story? Or do you want the thing that I'm proud of you for? Oh, geez. Uh, the thing you're proud of. Okay. <laughs> the thing that I'm, I'm proud of you for. Yeah. Ironically enough, also has to do with that Catholic TV interview. Okay. 
because you've avoided the studio that you're in like a plague. You have a professional studio and you've had yes. a lot going on. So you haven't wanted to go in there. And um, I, I was almost a little mad that, that, your, that your first time back in the studio wasn't with me. I had to watch it on Catholic TV. And then I just thought I'd get a mention. I didn't. But this is I, was, I, was, I was proud of you. It's just for a, a, about a year of you not being in the studio. And like that, it is long documented whenever you were podcasting uh, twice a week in that studio that you have no idea how it works. But towards the end, you started. I got good. Yeah. You did get good. Like you got yeah. to where like you trusted it and I trusted it. It didn't take us an hour and a half before we recorded the show to start recording the show. Like Even today. We, we, we yeah. got there. And yeah. so the, the two moments that I'm proud of you for are recording in that studio for the Catholic TV interview that I didn't like, but then also recording there today because uh, these stupid freaking balloons. I'm so mad at these balloons. <laughs> I've got it. I thought I turned I them off the other day. I'm I so think mad. it's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> it's like Pee Wee Herman. There's some secret word you're saying. Well, Today's word. Is What's crazy today. is I don't I don't think it comes through on my recording. So it's just for us, which is That's why I like funny. so we sound crazy. <laughs> we <laughs> literally sound like insane people. We have to just ignore it as best as possible, but I can't even ignore it because I, I can't. It's always at the worst moments. I'm like, it I'm is. mad at you, and it's like balloons, fireworks. Yeah. Um I forgot what I was saying. Oh no, no, no I'm proud of me, you, right? Kind but, of because one uh now that you've been you've yeah. now been back in the studio twice. And I was surprised that you, because you were, you were going to come here yesterday. Like, like tomorrow so it's easier for you to drive yeah. three hours yeah. than to, to record your studio, which like, was. and I was totally understandable of that. We've done that multiple times. Yeah. Um, but you know, life happened and, uh, you didn't want to come see me and take me to lunch on my birthday. So we did it. We <laughs> decided to do it digitally here, but I, but I am proud of you that it, like you, it didn't stress you out like it used to. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you that, uh, that, that you're moving forward. I'm really Thank happy. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yes. You were the first podcast recording longer than five minutes recording the Catholic TV thing. Here's what's so funny. Again, not going back. I had no idea what it was. I didn't even know it was anything like I had zero clues. So that's what I was trying to tell you. So anyway, this, this is a big deal to me. Forte Catholic is a big deal. So that's why I'm here giving you my best. This is your best. This is it. (laughs) In this day and age? Yes, it is. All right, let's get to the heartwarming. I'm ready to feel better inside. Uh, Before the heartwarming story, um, uh, I need you to tell just uh, to tell everybody you've you've had this you've had this little dog for a long time named Jack that you just adore and love. Right? How long have you had this dog? Well, you probably should. We got him May That's 2020. A, a He's been alive since March 2020. So he was oh born. Oh, my goodness. COVID yeah. dog. <laughs> yeah. He's so he's a little over three years. I mean, he'll be almost four years old. But yeah, three and a half and years. He, he still looks like a rat. He's the size of a rat. He looks he's like just... a teddy bear. He looks like a little puffy bear. He's such a cutie. So when, whenever you generously let us come stay at your house. Yeah. Uh, my kids met that dog and you also got to announce to them that the next week what was the big thing happening in your life yeah we got a new dog we got a second dog and it's very different than jack no it's not yes it is jack sits there on a pillow and blinks this dog is a dog like it runs it catches things in its mouth it like can chew things it it snuggles it does all sorts jack is a living stuffed animal here's what's so funny the new dog, her name is Rose. Kana named the dogs. So she named Jack and Rose, like Titanic. And she said for Halloween, she was going to dress them up like Jack and Rose from Titanic. And she was going to go as the door. <laughs> 
I thought that was hilarious. And it's also very Kana for anyone who watches anything I post about Kana. But Rose is like Tigger. She bounces. I've never seen a dog jump like this. So we have all oh, yeah, come to the conclusion. That's a normal dog thing. I've been trying no, to like, tell you for years like that you have rabbit. a rat. Like, <laughs> Jack is a cat. That's what he identifies as. He's a cat. So what's really funny is Nathan, my husband, who you know well, is the complete opposite of a human being of me. Like not kind of, but complete opposite. He worships Rose, loves that dog. I mean, obsessed. I love Jack. Again, so, can we at least say venerate so that we don't make the Protestants mad? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair. So I, uh, I think it's really funny because we've come to the conclusion Rose is me. And Jack is Nathan. And so it's really funny that I don't want Rose and he doesn't want Jack. We want the opposite. So what's that with psychology? I think that's kind of interesting. So she's too much for me. She's a lot of energy. I already got a lot. Oh, I don't need it. Yeah. I, I don't need I, it. I don't I don't think there's any questions about the psychology. I think we all got it pretty pretty immediately. <laughs> I love Jack. But she's very sweet. She's lovey and she is a cutie pie. She looks like a Muppet and he looks like a teddy bear. So it's basically I have Jim Henson at my house. I just have like an Ewok and a Muppet. <laughs> That's what I have. So, so yeah, so the kids will love the dogs next time because now they're even more fun. So I'm excited for them to come back. Come back. We we will. We were showing you were showing them pictures of the new dog and explaining, and then they just they just hung out with Jack. We talked for you know me me yeah, you my wife and your husband so sat there and talked for hours. It was it was great. It was um, lovely. And they they just played with Jack, you know, the, the whole time. So yeah, they uh, really like Rose. The heartwarming story in all of this that you're I, I think I think you're gonna love this because uh, especially my youngest, she loves texting people and she's been texting you, right? So like she asks she's about so you pretty cute. often. Like she's she's just so sweet, right? Um, she's the sweetest. But the girls, uh, my girls, share this like old iPad. I think it was like a prototype for the original iPad. Like it's super <laughs> old, right? <laughs> and they have this iPad. And what I didn't notice while we were at your house is that they took a picture or like a few pictures of Jack on the iPad. And now the the lock screen and the home screen is Jack. Your no. dog is the home screen and lock screen <laughs> for my daughter's little iPad. Isn't that the sweetest? They adore you. That is they really adore cute. that dog. <laughs> he is he is the sweetest dog he's such a fluffer so i love that they have that they can just pet him and he's just fluffy and rose will come and play with them like so next time they're here they can just love on this ball of ball like fur and then they can actually go run and play like real kids you know what i mean so it's like we now finally have both so tell them i'm ready for them to come back will you please tell them to, i'm ready for them to come back I will. They listen to the podcast every week to critique it. <laughs> I love you, babies, Maggie, Felicity, Chris. I love you guys. And Sam, I love the most. And uh, I can't wait for you to guys to come back. So, oh, and Taylor. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm getting you I'm, a couch, Taylor, for upstairs. Uh, you, That's you, how you, much I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Is that love or guilt? Because I totally... Uh, was like, why do you have this huge room that's a playroom? And we all just had, we we sat on the floor. Grown adults sat on the floor for an hour and a half. Because it's not for the adults, Taylor. Jeez Louise. Yeah, kids, yeah, kids don't like chairs or couches either. <laughs> They're <Okay>. fine. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. The other, all right, that uh, was fun. There's another heartwarming story. I'm ready. One more. There's a bonus that I didn't tell you about. Uh, so the first time 
that I came to your new house. It was just me and Felicity, just me and the littlest one. And it was, uh, I, we're not going to ho- totally rehash all of this because we, yeah. you know, we did, we did a lot of this in, in the spring, but you know, long story short for people that li- haven't listened to the last six months, she broke her arm, she needed surgery in Texas Felicity. children's. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> which is an hour and a half from my house, but you're an hour and a half. It's, it's by your house. It's an hour and a half from my house. Blah, blah, blah. Um, on the day that she was cleared, like they, they took her cast off. She was cleared to do everything. Uh, I asked her where she wanted to go and she chose mod pizza. Um, or she said she wanted pizza. So I chose mod pizza. She didn't know mod pizza existed at the time. Right. So we went to the mod pizza by your house and then we went over to your house and, and hung out. Right. Um, so her birthday was just a couple of weeks ago and I asked her, Every day for like a week, like your birthday's coming up. We always let them pick where we're going to go out to eat on their birthday. And she thought about it. She thought about it. And then finally, it was this heartwarming moment for for me because she remembered fondly this memory of like, because her and I drove to Texas Children's multiple times for checkups and stuff. Yeah. And like the freedom of like, we're done. We're out is connected emotionally to mod pizza right but it's also connected emotionally to you so you came up a lot on her birthday and because we went to mod pizza we talked about you at mod pizza so i'm talking about you on catholic tv i'm talking about you in pizza places you know we we, we love you i do that's that's really all i want to say and i'm just a little you're upset a that it's person. not always reciprocated <laughs> you're a better person than i am this is not new information to anyone who's listened for more than five minutes. Everyone's like, why is she even on it? Taylor is a sweetheart. He's a doll and oh, she's I'll, the worst. I mean, worst. That, is what, that is what everyone that listens to the show That's what everyone says. That's obviously what everybody says. That thinks. is it. So I just want to validate that, you guys. I'm the worst. <laughs> Taylor is a sweetie pie. All right. How's I that? A, I think that's that a good? great way to end the segment. We'll be right back. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Over the last few months behind the scenes, we've been working on this project that uh, is going quite swimmingly. We've been going back and remastering our old podcast episodes and also releasing those audio only uh episodes onto our YouTube channel. YouTube just got into the podcasting game and we only had our video episodes, which started at around like episode 150. Uh, So every episode of the show has been a video episode since 150, but we have been going back and adding our audio only ones on there. And I think that's just a great excuse for you to go back and listen to some of our old episodes, whether you're listening on like in your favorite podcast app, and that's how you like to listen. All of the first 100 episodes as of right now are fully remastered and uh, ready for you to listen to. You can go back and listen to some of our our greatest guests. At the beginning of the show, it was very um, uh, guest-reliant. We had a lot of great guests. You can go back and listen to those. You can listen to uh, Early Taylor and see how much I've changed and grown, both positively and negatively negatively since the early years. Uh, And then also, if you are on YouTube and you want to uh, listen to those old episodes, you can now do that. YouTube.com slash Forte Catholic. Hit subscribe. Uh, Those watch hours on YouTube really do help us out. Uh, if we hit a certain amount of watch hours, YouTube will start sending us money that uh, doesn't cost you a thing. Just for you watching YouTube, Google will be forced to send us money. Uh, and then also, they will start promoting our, our videos, both the podcast and everything else that we are doing on YouTube as well. So it's a great way to help us out. Check it out, youtube.com slash the Catholic. Go listen to some of those older episodes and check out all the new stuff we have going on too. Enjoy. Thanks. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Olivia Newton-John. Uh, we are... Uh, this is the eve of the Taylor, the the the, the, the vigil of the Taylor. As Taylor as, 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 the as we're recording this, my birthday is tomorrow. As you're listening to this, my birthday was last week. So if you missed it, you should feel bad. 
<laughs> and he'll make you feel bad publicly. So yeah, I'll, I'll invite you on the podcast, shame you for a little bit, and then exactly. Catherine will yell at me, and then we'll move on with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all will move on. All right. Um, but before we talk about my birthday, we, we, we always want to talk about what, you know, what has happened before, before we talk about what's about to happen. So mm-hmm. this past weekend, I'm, I'm a little tired right now because we had a very busy but exciting weekend. My sister got married this past weekend. Which one? The middle one. The one who wasn't already married. <laughs> Just in case people don't know. I don't know. Tell them your family structure so they kind of, you know what I mean? So they know. I'm the, I'm the best and I've been married for, for 11 years. Um, the, the baby sister got married two years ago and then the middle sister got married this past weekend. There you go. Uh, crazy, crazy thing. Uh, they're like, you know, so like you're from Louisiana. I was born in Texas, but my blood's a hundred percent Cajun because that's where my parents are from. And my sister's now husband is Cajun, you know, from, from Louisiana and my parents and his parents met on vacation. That's how this happened. That they met on vacation and they were like, Hey, I have a, you know, kind of older young adult that uh, is a good Catholic that kind of wants to be married. Hey, I have a young adult that's a little bit older that kind of wants to be no. married. <laughs> and they introduced them and uh, they both said yes. And then they said yes for good for a couple years later. And it was just a, such a great celebration. I was so happy for everybody that's involved. That's so cool. That's oh, credit to your sister and her husband for, you know what I mean? Cause how many, how many parents say these things like, Oh, you should marry, you should meet this guy. And everyone's like, I'm not doing that. That's gross. You're my mom, like whatever. So credit to them for even trying. That's amazing. Taylor. I love that. Yeah. It was fun. Good for so we, them. Had, we had such, such a fun weekend. Uh, we went and you know, like one of the things that's a lot more rare, like whenever, whenever I was younger, um, especially when my, my grandparents were alive, the grandparents seem to, I don't know if it's like this in every family. I would assume that it is in most, but the grandparents are kind of the glue of the family, right? Because mm-hmm. they're home base and everybody goes to home base. And so we, I would like, we have a huge family. My, my mom, she's one of five and my dad's one of six. Uh, so we have. And we're all Catholic Southern families. So like there's a bunch of cousins. There's a, so like we would always go to the grandparents and, ha, you know, we'd see the all of, you know, my 50, 60, 70 cousins. We'd see aunts and uncles. We'd see everybody. And it was like this. We do it like multiple times a year, like for, yeah. for holidays and, and all, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then my grandparents passed away when I was like, you know, uh, one, one of them before I was born. Another one when I was in like junior, junior high, another one in high school, another one in college. So like since college so like since i was like 18 that glue of the family was kind of gone right um and i love i always loved those like family gatherings and so they're a lot more rare now but because they're more rare they are more special right so like the fact that i get to see aunts and uncles and cousins um we just had such a great time like you know at the rehearsal at the at the wedding at the at the party it was just so great to see everybody and like we were just all so happy for my sister and you know and we were like hey we like the guy it's great it was just a great celebration of family and you know weddings and church and all this kind of stuff it was good i love that where did they head off to their honeymoon do you know they're going to uh saint lucia which is one of those fancy places that i would imagine you've been to that i'll probably never go to (laughs) really 
Really? <laughs> I haven't. You're hilarious. You can go to St. Lucia. It's one you of those Caribbean Caribbean islands. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can afford to go there, but I can't afford to come back. I think that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the last trip I was on, uh, well, actual vacation trip, because I've been traveling a ton. I leave tomorrow. That's why I couldn't do this tomorrow. Um I had to buy a suitcase. I had to buy an extra suitcase because I bought so much stuff. So you have added a lot of baggage to your life for the last couple of years. Dude, you have no (laughs) idea. (laughs) 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 Laugh at your pain, a little putty joke for your pain. (laughs) I love that you tell your best jokes with me and you like (laughs) high five yourself the entire time that you're laughing. I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) You are proud of yourself. I love it. No, congratulations. And everybody looked beautiful. I was looking at the pictures. The kids look so cute. Like dress up. Was that fun? Like to see the girls all, you know, they're so sweet. And like, uh, you know, Felicity lost both of her front teeth, front teeth. So now she's in front of all her family with, you know, no teeth. Just the the cutest, right? Yeah. So Friday, uh, we got there Friday. We went and set up um, because like I have, you know, I'm the sound guy. I have I have this big old sound system that I used to use all the time whenever I was in a band and traveling. We were doing music for retreats and conferences and stuff. Um, And now I don't have a band. So it had like, you know. So it just kind of sits here for the most part. Uh, but I was like, oh, I can be helpful, right? So like for the for the the party, uh, what, what, I always get the rehearsal, rehearsal, the reception, dinner, the wedding, the reception. There's too many R's. With there weddings. are a lot of R's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but for the reception, like they, they got this nice, you know, like community center or whatever thing in uh, in, in the Houston area, actually. Um, I was going to say, where was it? Okay. So y'all were in we were Houston. We were in Chick-fil-A in Missouri City. Chick- okay. Uh, got it. Yeah. So uh, you know, really nice, really nice place. And I went and I, I set up like the speakers because like I was going to be the the sound guy. Like my sister was the DJ. She sent me a Spotify oh, playlist. I hit play and nice. walked away. Like, you know, um, great. <laughs> but um, we, we went and set it up. And one thing that I, like didn't really hit me until I was setting up was that this is the same sound system, the same exact setup that we used for my wedding 11 years ago. It's so like we use the same speakers, the same mixer, because I got it when I was in wow. college and we set it up for, for ours. So it was just it was kind of funny, like the, the first sibling and the last sibling yeah. to get married 11 years apart. We're using the same sound system, which was fun. Um, That's cute. We went to um, the rehearsal. I, I sang for uh, the wedding, which like Did I, you? Yeah, I sang for my other my other sister's wedding and I sang for this one. Uh, nice. So it's just. It's it's uh really nice to just kind of walk around and get complimented all day. I really enjoyed that because <laughs> like I didn't say at the wedding and then the whole rest of the day people were just like, oh hey, this is awesome. Uh, there's a guy outside my house. This always happens during the podcast. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> He's looking at me. Hold on. <laughs> guy was staring outside, staring at me through the window, asking to cut my grass. It's October. We don't have any grass. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's hilarious. <laughs> Okay, so the wedding. <laughs> Your family has to be nice to you, right? Aunts and uncles, mom, dad. Oh, it sounded great. But like random people were coming up to me from like the groom side of the family. Like, yeah. oh, you sound like Pearl Jam. I'm like, thanks. No one can understand him. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so That's uh, a uh, huge compliment. What are you talking about? <laughs> I have a friend that's such a massive Pearl Jam groupie. Like she's never missed a concert. Like she used to travel and like has kids and would like be like, peace out. Got to go to Kansas City to go see Pearl Jam. You know what I mean? So I'm more of a grape jelly guy. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I can't respond to that. 
I that would hurt. That would hurt you. I could tell. That really? Did you see that? I had like a <laughs> I physical. Did. You were like, non- I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> no, I was like, there's no balloons floating inside of me from that. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There's your thumbs up. Okay. Um, but yeah, just so happy for my sister. And there was this moment because, like, I've talked about this before. And I actually talked about it a couple weeks ago. How like a lot of times, like when it comes to like paying attention in mass. A lot mm-hmm. of my struggles paying attention to mass is because, like, I just spent years working during mass, like, right. music and, like, you know, everybody else is praying and I'm like, okay, I got to find the Gloria. I got to make sure <laughs> I have the right capo. I got to make sure that I, and yeah. especially for weddings, like, the weddings are a little bit different than than a, the Sunday mass, right? Not I mean, the same kind of structure, but there's some extra stuff in there. So I'm, like, making sure I got the right thing. I don't want to be, I don't want to mess up. So I'm, like, focused on that. So we got, like, I don't know, halfway through the wedding. And then they were doing this reflection song. Um, and so I'm, I'm seeing it. And then all of a sudden I look over. We're, we're, we're over halfway done with the wedding. And I lock eyes with my sister during this reflection song. And we just both smile. And it's because, like, it's the first time I saw her. Really? Like, I mean, it's like it went, you know, everybody else is like when she's walking down the aisle, everybody's like staring at her. And I'm like trying to hit the right chords, you know? Like, <laughs> so it's just all these sweet moments. And like, you know, like if you've ever... Uh, especially for people who have played music at mass. I don't know if people like people in the congregation notice, but like most of the singing in mass, it's so front loaded. Like, huh? Cause you have like the, the entrance hymn and the Gloria and the yes, Alleluia. That's and true. The, uh, okay. like, yeah. It's, it's just all very front loaded. So once you get through the first half, you're actually almost done musically wise. So like by that point, I had kind of like settled in, kind of calmed down. Like, like you know, time is kind of starting to slow down. And it was just this sweet little moment of like, oh, hey, sister, I'm happy for you. You know, so it <laughs> that's was, my it baby was just, sister. It was just really good. So how much younger um, is she than you, Taylor? She's four years younger than me. Baby sister, seven years younger than me. OK. Oh, yeah. This is the middle one. Sorry. OK. Yeah. So. Right. right. But she's still your baby sister. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think about my brothers as, you know, anyway, younger. They're all babies. So it was really sweet. It was just that's just, just a really lovely weekend. OK. Enough about Yay. other people. Let's talk about me. All right. <laughs> oh good it's been no time at all so <laughs> yeah. we are on the vigil of my birthday and i oh yes thank you jesus that taylor I, was born on the planet i mean obviously i mean uh you're what would we have all done yeah. yeah we don't know it's just, we don't want to know here's what's funny you we the last time we recorded was my birthday and you told everybody hey once you hear this, Liv's birthday will already have happened. So I want you to bombard her and I want you to write her and I want you to text her and I want you to DM her and I want you to do all these things saying happy birthday, Liv, no matter when you hear this. And guess how many people did that? Zero. Zero. So what does that mean? Does that mean we don't have any listeners or does that mean that nobody cares? Because here's the thing, Taylor. The answer to that is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everybody's the worst. Okay. And so I was, I was like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. And then as it got further away, I was like, I kind of care. Like I was like, nobody's said anything. But I mean this with all my heart. You have done so much for so many of us, especially in the industry, especially doing the stuff that uh, any media that you're listening to, just go ahead and assume that Taylor is behind it sound-wise. I'm not kidding. Like at this point, I don't know what he doesn't do. It would be a shorter list for me to be like, no, he doesn't produce that. He produces everything. 
And so I really and truly mean this. I want everybody to actually put their fingers on their keyboards and write happy birthday, Taylor, and tell him, if you could even take it a step further, something that you've gotten out of Forte Catholic that either made you laugh or smile, or you felt less lonely, or you felt more connected, or you felt more understood, like, or that you understood the Catholic church better, or that you felt, you know, whatever, something that has come from this, because this is this man's opus, (laughs) something that has come from that to say, thank you, Taylor, because he is turning 40 tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I am not. (laughs) I look 46, but I'm not turning 40 tomorrow. (laughs) I wish he was turning 40 tomorrow. (laughs) I I don't want anybody to do what you just said. What I I don't care. It's not about you. I want this to be. It's all about me. I want this to be a competition. I, you you put out a plea for everybody. I'm yes. going to put out another plea. I want people to just uh, DM you happy birthday and bombard you. I hate you. Very, very, very late happy birthdays. No, I want this it is to be Taylor. pure sympathy, purely out of malice. <laughs> Taylor needs so much love, you guys. You have no idea. This is, he wasn't hugged enough as a child, even though his mother's the best. So she just needed to wrap him on one of those baby Bjorns at all times. Taylor needs to just be sh- like, you know. Well, it was, anyway. it wasn't anybody's fault i was just too big to wrap your arms around <laughs> your poor mother was like i can't i can't hug him anymore like it's impossible. on both sides you know <laughs> tap 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 on yeah. the top of his head so everybody send massive love to taylor make it embarrassing thank you okay right. go ahead talk about your I birthday want you, Tay. I, I, I want you to all to uh, dm olivia and uh, remind they're her not that listening none of us cared they're not listening <laughs> they're listening to me i'm the boss I am the captain. I am the captain now. I wanted to look back on this past year because it was, it was a special one. It was a special one. uh, And I knew that going in, I knew it was going to be a special year because it was my 33rd year. As we record this, I'm in the last day of my 33rd year and I have not yet been crucified. So unless something (laughs) happens in the next uh, 12 hours and 40 minutes, I will have survived my 33rd year. Your Jesus year. People have often been scared of lightning striking, uh, sitting around me for the, some of the stuff I said. My hair on my on my arms literally just like stood up. I think I'm about <laughs> to be electrocuted just because I challenged the Lord. I put him to the test. <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but if He's you hear this and I die, I really need you to DM Olivia and tell her happy birthday. <laughs> the worst. That would be your dying wish. Yeah. That, One that last would be it. mess with Liv before I'm out of here. But, uh, you know, so we talked about it a lot on my on the birthday episode last year because I was like, it's the 33rd year. Yeah. And like the focus was that like this is the year that Jesus died. So like, what do I what am I going to accomplish in my 33rd year? Because Jesus kind of accomplished a lot. You know, a third (laughs) of his public ministry died. Uh, But what's really interesting is I don't (laughs) I don't think. I, I, you know, it was a whole year ago, but I don't think there was much focus on. It was also the year that Jesus rose from the dead. <laughs> like I think we kind of passed over that part, you know, <laughs> pass over. I didn't even mean to do that. Got <laughs> uh, <laughs> your but, dad jokes get stronger every day. Yes, yeah, because I'm turning forty. <laughs> I know. Thank God. <laughs> I'm going from thirty-three to, to 40. forty. Amen. <laughs> 
They should make a spoof on like 16 going on 30 or whatever it is. And it's just some nerdy guy, middle-aged guy, 33 going on 46 because he's fat and bald and gray. And he looks way older than he is because his life is stressful. It'd be great. It'd be such a funny movie. It's called Forte Catholic. That's it. Exactly. Oh, so. So your Jesus year, how did it go? So my Jesus year, I think it ended up being. Like obviously not the same, but I think it had a lot of similarities, right? So like, oh, really? there was a lot of good, like, you know, Jesus had a lot of public wins. Like he, you know, a third of the, roughly a third of the gospels comes from his 33rd year, right? I mean, just yeah. kind of how, uh, if, if we're guessing how, how his public ministry went, right? So he had his public ministry. He obviously had the suffering, which I think was the focus going in of like, this is going to be my suffering year. And I mean, to be honest, there was a lot of that. Um, but there was also a lot of wins. Like literally he won, right? Like we always talk about like people who die young. Like there's famous people die young. They die at 23. They die at 25. They die at 27. They die uh, 12 hours and, and, and 20 minutes before their birthday. Um, all, all these people die young. But like, I think for whatever reason, I always have focused on Jesus' 33rd year being the year that he died. But like the thing is he didn't die. <laughs> ultimately right like yeah. he died seriously but three days later or about roughly 18 hours if you uh go to catholic masses on good friday and, and holy saturday that's they, always bothered me thank yeah. you for saying that <laughs> three days oh you would have heard it if you listened to the show any year around easter um, <laughs> thanks for being such a supportive listener i appreciate it um but the <laughs> I'm so mad again. It's kind of like, I think every mad. segment we're going to do something I'm proud of you about, something I'm mad at you about. <laughs> Man, I feel like I'm getting crucified, yet I am waiting for my resurrection with you. Well, I didn't it's know you coming. when you were 33 because I was just an embryo at the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, a glimmer in your mother's eye. As my as my 33rd year comes to close, there's there's some highlights, right? There's some, there's some positive highlights and some negative highlights. And I think... okay. I narrowed it down to one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, you five, wrote it down? Six. Look at you. I narrowed it down to six things. And let's see. Okay. There's one good one, two good ones, three good ones, mm-hmm. one bad one, another good one, and another good one. So I have one suffering and five wins, which I think is pretty good for the year. That's incredible. Especially, wait, pause. That's really good for you. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's not your MO. <laughs> <laughs> I think also I'm just in a good mood this morning, so I probably focused on the good ones as I was doing some soap prep. Um, you, uh, yeah, you recognized like, it. The the first two things that I will think of in the future when it comes to thinking about this year are okay. the two biggest wins that like I just I, I don't think I've still fully processed either of them. And I've talked about both at length in the show, which and this is a big way that I process things. Some people go to therapy. I podcast once a week. You know, this is how I process things and get, get things out in the air. Um <laughs> Well, you you haven't noticed because you don't listen. Um, but, no, I'm on the receiving. I'm, I'm on the receiving end of the ther- of the uh, processing. Yeah. Go ahead. You're not a very good therapist. Why am I paying you for this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, All but right. So what are they? What are the, the two, two things ones? that I will that I will look back on that I that I think I'll never forget from this year are that you know, I coached our team to your know, first yeah. state championship in track. Uh, in uh, 100, and we've been to school for over 125 years. This is our first ever athletic state championship. 
I've talked about it at length, so we're not going to dive into it. But it like, was I, huge. I think no, about it every huge. day. I think about it every day, and I think people got tired of me talking about it. Like I talk about it like every week for a month on the show. But it's like I want you to know that I want to talk about it every week. <laughs> I just want you to know, like it's still like all the pictures on my phone. Like, people with iPhones, there's this option now to like have a carousel of photos yeah. as your lock screen. So like every time you hit the lock screen, it changes pictures. And it's just pictures from us winning that state championship. It's like not just, Jack, my dog. Yeah, it's, no, it's not. It's, it's not the not. state champions. <laughs> got it. Okay, got it. Yeah, that um, makes sense. And the other thing that I'll, that I'll just never forget, and I actually just finished up my work on it. Uh, so I finished, I started and finished my work in the 33rd year of working on Catechism of the Year. So like, which was a show that hit the number one podcast in the world at the beginning of the year. And it's just like, I'll, I'll never accomplish anything better than that. Like, there's just a, like professionally, I hit the peak. Like, I'm doing podcasting. I hit the peak of it. Liv still doesn't mention me when she talks about podcasting. I don't. But I hit, I hit the peak of it, right? Uh, so just... Two in- incredible things. Like those are the two primary highlights. So even with a lot of the suffering that we'll talk about here in a little bit. Those are two huge things. Th- those huge. are the things that I'll look back on and remember. What is your title for Catholic ca- uh, Catechism in the Year? Like what, you know what I mean? Like, like I, yeah, are, I'm, one of, I'm one of the four audio editors for Catholic. For Catholic uh, okay. Year. I keep telling everybody you're the head sound engineer. Can I just keep saying that? I mean, you you lie all the time, so you can keep saying it if you want. That's <laughs> not, not a lie true. if I didn't know. I, I think it is. I think the court would argue with you. I, I know it was murder. That that's How what am I, I say. supposed to know that stabbing him eight times in the chest with a knife was Stop. murder? How am I supposed to know? I <laughs> I love that I say something positive about you, and it's like more than what you are, and you're like, still not good enough, Liv. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you're one of four audio editors thank yeah, you for the, for the number one podcast in the for world. the number one um, podcast in the universe so a Let's family a family highlight which the, there's a there's a family highlight because i was going okay. through you know highlights for the year before we before we start um family highlight is that my middle daughter got her uh like first confession and first communion this year so like mm. obviously another thing that like is going to have repercussions for the rest of her life for the rest of eternity like yeah. you know that kind of kind of a big deal right big deal um and that was uh, so the spring was weird. The spring was weird because the biggest yeah. struggle was that, you know, I had two kids break, break an arm each within 10 days of each other. Yeah. Uh, we thought both needed surgery. One needed surgery. It was really, really bad, really stressful. Um, we got a letter in the midst of it saying that we no longer had the insurance that we had when we went into it. So we thought it was going to like financially wreck it. Like it was just super, super stressful. And all of that is happening at the same time as like Maggie getting her first communion and like we're fighting for the state championship. So it's just a like the spring was really stressful. But what's interesting is, you know, I I said at the top, the two things that I'm going to focus on, like the two things that I'll remember for eternity are Mm -hmm. the state championship and and working on catechism in a year. Like that was my that that's what I'm going to look back on in five. When I'm actually 46, this is what I'll look back on when when I'm 33. But. I, I think for so long, I, I I was in this fog because of our spring, right? So like, oh, yeah. like you know, like zooming out and like with one, once time passes, I'll focus on those two positive things. But I can't. I I think this spring might be the second uh, most stressful time I've ever had in my life. Like like mentally, physically, emotionally. Like um like you know, I, I think 
when COVID hit was probably the number one. It's the first time I was ever depressed in my life. And a lot of that started coming back this spring, just because with everything going on in my family and this feeling of like, I can't control it and like, you know, sadness and all, all this kind of stuff. So yeah. I think I was just so in that and I've gotten out of it. It took me a while to get out of it. You know, the, the, the kind of towards the middle to the end of the summer. And especially now that we're in the fall and we're like back into the swing of things. Like, I feel like I'm back to being myself, but like this, this, the spring took a, a, a pretty big toll on me, but like, it was such a big focus for, for good reason, right? Such a big focus. But like, now that I'm away from it, it is, it was interesting for me to see, like you already mentioned it. It was interesting f- for me to see that I have more positive memories of this year than negative. Cause I feel like if you went to each day, there was probably a lot more negative days than positive days there, there for a little yeah. bit. So that was just an interesting observation. That is a very interesting observation. That is a thank huge you, year. You. I was, as you were talking, I was trying to think, would I even remember anything from my 33rd year? And so uh, I have ago. no idea. Yeah. I mean, it happened. I don't really know anything else. So I think it's pretty profound that, that you had these two magnificent things happen within the year. And here's what I want you as your friend to remember. Don't then think Taylor, this is it. This is, this is the top man. I can't beat either I, one of those things. I literally got to the Don't. top of both of those things. You can't. There's only one direction to go. <laughs> no, that's so you don't do it. That's not true. You're young and spry. Who uh, knows? No, what's next? <laughs> no, you act old, but, um, but no, there's so much more ahead. Like that's amazing. Like to sit and think that you accomplish those things and, with the negative, the challenging thing that happened through this year, you survived that. Your family survived it. Your kids are still here and healthy and your marriage is stronger than ever and your family's stronger than ever. You know what I mean? Like, so even, even with that, you can see that that was a success. You guys made it through and that's, what's really amazing. It's only going to get better for sure. Anyway, I'm proud of you. Happy birthday, Tay. Thank you. Oh, there's two more. We're not done yet. I know. Uh, Sorry. I'm sorry. I just wanted to pause on those. Sorry. I apologize. Keep going. The the other victory uh, is ironic because of where we're recording this. Um, I'm I'm a little frustrated and sad because of something that happened last night. And no, it wasn't you speaking at my parish. I was a little busy watching the Astros lose in game seven of of the uh, ALCS. But again, like I'm sad about this. But as I reflect this morning, you know what I realized also happened in my 33rd year? On November 10th, the Astros won their second World Series in, in 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 their history. So even though I have to deal with this loss, we're still the reigning champions as we sit here and record this. We're not going to repeat. Sad, very sad, whatever. But in my 33rd year, we won our second World Series, which was very, very sweet. Um, that is I, cool. I, I liked that a lot. And then yeah. I, I think a minor, a minor thing that... Um, doesn't seem as big either positively or negatively as the other ones, but is a positive thing. But it seems, I think, smaller, but I'm proud of it, is um, our foundations uh, course, which I've, you know, I've talked about on, on the show before, which is like our intro to Catholicism, 10-week course that, we, that, I'm, that I'm running uh, for, for the parish. Um, in my 33rd year, we got that all online. And like, you know, it doesn't have a, yeah. a, crap, a crap ton of views, but it's like the ministry that we were doing in person, I think is one of the most proudest ministries I've been a part of. And the fact that we got it 
um, you know, recorded and uploaded and shared. And everybody can watch it now on youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. You can go and watch uh, whether you're new to Catholicism, whether you've been in Catholicism for a while and just want a refresher. Our enti- we, we, we have a whole course. I'd never made a course before. And I made a course and it's all published on the internet for people to go watch. And people are watching it about as often as they're wishing you a happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're going to go watch it as they wish you a happy birthday. It's going to be a win-win. I haven't watched it, so you know what? I'll go watch it. How about that? Is that good? Can that be a good birthday present for you? That'd be a great birthday. Watch hours on YouTube might be the greatest gift anybody can give me at this point, other than just straight cash. So, I mean, (laughs) either of those two for the birthday. You'll take either. Yeah, (laughs) fortecatholic.com slash donate or youtube.com slash fortecatholic. Those are your two options for birthday. There you go. You're your own GoFundMe. I love it. That's hysterical. Well, I like your list. I think that's a good list. And I think it'd be interesting to hear from Sam, your wife, what her list would be for you, for your top five. Well, she's here, but she's not a podcaster, so we're not going to (laughs) ask. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. (laughs) The holidays are right around the corner. If you are in that giving spirit or wondering what you're you're going to do um, in the season of giving or wondering what you're going to do to make your accountant happy with some end of year gifts, keep Forte Catholic in mind. ForteCatholic.com slash donate is where you can give. We are a uh, Catholic nonprofit. Our entire mission is to share the joy of the gospel, both through our shows and by helping other creators create great things to make the internet a better place uh, by adding some other great Catholic things there. Uh, If you want to support our work, you can do that with a one-time donation, which is, you know, pretty popular around this time of year with, uh, you know, Giving Tuesday and Thanksgiving and giving season. And then also, uh, you know, end of year gifts, you want to do a one-time. Also, if you want to join our our monthly support team, you can do that as well. Give them $10 a month, $25 a month, $50 a month, or even more. We really appreciate all of our donors. Um, If you want to join that lovely group of human beings, it's ForteCatholic.com slash donate. Thank you. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is Olivia Newton-John. Uh, we're surviving today's show. We're really doing it. Yeah, we are. We are surviving today's show. That is true. I feel like Beyonce and Ke- Kelly Rowland and that other person everybody forgets. I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up. I'm Michelle not stop. something. Wasn't it Michelle? Uh, I love that you knew Kelly Rowland. That's impressive. Uh, she, yeah, she did that song with Nelly where she uh, was mad that he didn't text her back because she was in Excel. Have you seen that? That became a big no. thing. Yeah, no. yeah, in the in the music video for Dilemma, the song that they did together, hmm. um, uh, she's texting she's texting him in the video on like one of those like uh, it wasn't a flip phone but like a slide phone. You know, those were kind of yeah. new at the time, and uh, she's texting him and mad that she's not getting a thing back. But if you zoom in on the music video, it's just an Excel spreadsheet that she typed the message into. It's like, yeah, you idiot, you're not going to get a response. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's cute. Yeah. So yes, we are survivors. How are you doing, Tay? You excited about your birthday? <laughs> God. Dang. I wanted to bring it back to you, and I wanted no. to piss you off. Uh, Here, you, you, look you, at him. See. You have <laughs> because you didn't do the one thing that I asked you to do. I actually, I did yes, one. I know. Mo- I did I, one. I gave you one note of of prep. And you've already ruined it. I'm so mad at you. It made him so smiley. Here's the thing. Here's what I really wanted to say after I made you mad. That was just for you. That was just for your birthday. Uh, I think that you're saying that you did on purpose is making me even angrier. Oh, yes, I did. I absolutely (laughs) did. Because here's what I was going to say. I was going to say, I feel like you and I dressed up for Halloween because we both look like M&Ms, but we look like Christmas (laughs) M&Ms. I think that's hilarious. I looked at you and I said, you're wearing all red and I'm wearing all green and you've got a buffalo plaid in the back as if you're having a roasted fire 
fire and you're gonna like sing Christmas carols in Canada. And I was like, what is this? Is this our Christmas special there? What's going on, mister? And then I kind of thought we kind of look like M&M's. <laughs> Yeah. Like the Christmas guy. Thank you. You completely ruined a perfectly good segue. I'm so remember earlier when I said I was proud of you? It's all gone. It's all gone. It's all gone. Taylor. It was I'm gonna trying be, to like, make you laugh. You, you noticed this earlier off air and it was gonna be a perfect transition into what I wanted to talk about. And now I'm just now angry. I did it. We're gonna talk about perfectly. little baby Jesus, and I'm angry. Because I had all Perfect. this stuff about the about the nativity of Jesus, and I was going to connect it to the nativity of Taylor because we're on we're on we're celebrating the vigil of Taylor. It was it was going to be this beautiful transition, and now I'm angry, and I'm just going to read the scriptures because that's what I do when I'm angry. So uh, I was he hates uh, the way I do anything that he wants. Jeez, Louis, I just I just know better. I just know not to give you any show prep, and I give you literally one <laughs> sentence of show prep, and we are now three minutes into our final segment. And we haven't started yet. <laughs> All right. Well, I liked the way I did it. I was trying to make you laugh. I don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I did some follow up on uh, uh, the last episode that I did with you and the last episode that I did with Allison. Uh, mm-hmm. On one of them, I said I need to go back to reading scripture. On the other one, I said that I needed to go back to, to adoration. And I shared on last week's show, two weeks' shows, uh, that I went back to adoration. Uh, and I, I'm now going to talk about what I read during adoration. And it was from the scriptures. Uh, so, I made this, I, I noticed something in these two stories that we've probably all heard a ton because ironically enough, it's the Christmas story and it was going to be a great transition that you ruined. So I was reading in, uh, where'd it go? Luke chapter one. I was just like, hey, I'm just going to pick a gospel and I'm going to start with it. I didn't get much further <laughs> than that because I got some show prep out of it and then I stopped reading, but I did read all of Luke chapter one. So uh, there's two stories. There's the, there's the, there's the one that we all know, like... Every Christian knows because if because every Christian has been to a Christmas service. That's not debatable. Whether you're going on July eighth, that's a whole different thing. But every Christmas, every Christian has been to a Christmas service, Christmas mass, whatever. And you hear the story of you know the angel Gabriel coming to speak to Mary, right? Well, there's this other story right before it that's a little less popular. But I think like maybe more diehard Christians or people who have studied their faith or like have listened to Dr. Peter Kreeft say anything at all, uh, that they would have heard the story of the announcement of John the Baptist being married. Would you agree that that's a story that some people would know, but not as many as the Mary story? Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say even a lot of non-Christians would know the the announcement of of Mary's story. But anyway, um, I noticed something that made me mad about. I, I ended up being mad at the angel Gabriel, and I want to tell you why. <laughs> Who are you not mad at today? Uh, all my other co-hosts. <laughs> okay, so there's going to be a lot of scripture readings. We did a lot of catechism readings a couple weeks ago, and now we're going to do okay. a lot of scripture readings. So uh, you just go. need to sit down and shut up. That's what we need from you here at the end of the show. <laughs> all right, chapter, uh, Luke chapter 1, the announcement of the birth of John. Uh, there was a priest named Zechariah of the priestly division of Abijah. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in the eyes of God, observing all the commandments and ordinance of the Lord blamelessly. I want you to keep a few of those words in, in your brain as we move through this story. They were righteous in the eyes of God, observed all the commandments and, and, and they, uh, the Lord looked upon them blamelessly. That's very important for where this is going. 
but they had no child. They did all of those things right, and they had no child. Because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. They were old, like 46 or something, right? Um, once, when he was serving as a priest in the division's turn before God, according to the practice of the priestly service, he was chosen by Lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord to burn incense. Now, I, I will grant that this is a story I've heard, but I don't think I realized that Zechariah was the one that, like, once a year, they they sent a priest into the Holy of Holies, which is, like, where God's presence was, where the Ark of the Covenant and all that kind of stuff was. I didn't realize that Zechariah was one of these people until I'm rereading this a, a couple of weeks ago. And what they would do when they went into the Holy of Holies, they were like, some like, God is so holy and we are so not that you might die in the presence of God. So what they would do is they'd send one person in and they would literally tie a, like a, a rope around his waist, like a, like kind of like a lasso around his waist. And they would all be outside ready to like pull on it in case he couldn't walk out because he died because he saw the presence of the Lord. Like that's the scenario. They cast lots for this. Like they rolled dice because they were like, yeah, we're priests, but I don't know. I'm not sure I want to die. You do it. You know, like they, they literally had right. to gamble for who got to see God, you know? <laughs> it's very Indiana Jones. You know what I mean? Like it yeah, feels exactly. like it would be in a, in a Spielberg film. Uh, so he's the one that, that got selected. So they were all praying outside, um, and, and he went inside. And then the angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right of the altar of, of incense. So he goes into the Holy of Holies, and this angel, who we'll find out in a few minutes, is Gabriel, uh, appears to Zechariah. Zechariah was troubled by what he saw, which is fair. Like, you know, we talked before about how angels aren't these pretty little chair, you know, these pretty little things like uh, Cupid or whatever. Uh, like they're, they're terrifying angelic beings that just pop up out of nowhere. Like you'd be scared if you're sitting in a room by yourself and all of a sudden just, ah, you know, like, so he was troubled at what he saw and fear came upon him. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son and you shall name him John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will neither drink wine nor strong drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go before them in the power and spirit of Elijah to turn their hearts of their fathers toward children and the disobedient to the understanding of the righteous, to prepare a people fit for the Lord. Like, that's... Having John the Baptist's life, be like, hey, this is going to be your kid. Like, that's yeah, that's great, right? Uh, so then Zechariah said to the angel, and I want you to be thinking about, we're, we're going to go through it, but some of you will get why I'm mad before I even say it. Because the next story is the angel Gabriel with Mary. Okay? Then Zechariah said to the angel, well, how shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel Gabriel said to him in reply, I am Gabriel, who stand, who stands before God. I was sent to speak to you and announce to you this good news. But now you will be speechless and unable to talk until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled at their proper time. So he questions and gets punished by becoming a mute. <laughs> Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and were amazed at how long he stayed out in the sanctuary. But when he came out, he was unable to speak to them. Think about how terrifying that would be if you're one of those other priests that knows that you're going to be, you have a, a one in whatever 50 chance of being the person that goes in next year. He comes out <laughs> mute and they're just like, oh no, just like imagine that. And then they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He was gesturing to, to them, but remained mute. He doesn't know ASL because he just became mute, you know. 
Then uh, when his days of ministry were completed, he went home. He had to stay there and continue doing his ministry, even though he became mute. They're just like, yeah, I know you had a rough time in there at work, buddy, but you got to stay here. HR says you don't have any more PTO. You got to stay at the office. So after this time, uh, his wife, Elizabeth, conceived. It all, it all happened. Uh, great. But he doesn't get to he doesn't get to name his kid. He wanted he went before he was mute. He wanted to name him Zechariah. And then he can't talk. And he's like, they name him John. <laughs> so he granted. God gives him this gift, right? He gets he gets he gets a, a son in his old age, and it's like one of the most famous sons of all time. <laughs> right. It's very, very great. But he also he asked one little simple question yeah. and and gets made mute and isn't able to to name his his only and firstborn son. Now is that why you're angry? Uh, I'm angry because of how different it is with our with our friend Mary. I know it's a weird thing to be angry about, but I am. Okay. Uh, I, I think well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little hint. I think there's a difference between how the Lord uh, deals with men and deals with women, and it makes me frustrated. <laughs> so here's what we're doing. Where'd it go? Uh, there's the birth of John. I skipped it. Okay. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth. So, you know, last time the angel showed up, he had some great news and also some bad news for the guy that he told the news to. <laughs> he appeared to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, hail, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Pretty similar to how Zechariah started. He's like, you know, there's some fear. He wasn't sure what to say. What, what's going on here? Fair. Uh, then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Pretty similar to what? I didn't realize how much these stories mirror each other, right? Mm. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. You shall name him Jesus. He will be great and called son of the most high. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom. There will be no end. So like, we're, I did not realize how much we're following the same script. Person who is found blameless and holy before God. Mm -hmm. Angel Gabriel appears to him, uh, gives them this great prophecy of this son that they are going to have that's going to do great things, and they both have questions. And we already realized what happened to Zechariah. He was severely punished for his questions. But Mary has some questions too. Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I have had not re no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply to her question, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, uh, for nothing will be impossible with God. Okay. Zechariah, the guy, has a simple question. And his question, if you remember, was, can you prove this somehow? Like, like we're both really old. We're not going to be able to have a kid, right? And uh, he gets punished. Mary has questions like, how are you going to have a baby without having sex? Like, fair question, right? And uh, not only does she not get turned mute, but Zechariah's question gets answered. Zechariah asked how this is going to be, and can you give me proof? 
Gabriel, I guess, has learned his lesson. My guess is he he made Zechariah mute. He went back up to heaven. And God was like, what are you doing that for? He's one of my favorites. And you just punished him for no reason? So when he came back to this little sweet girl in, 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 in Galilee, in Nazareth, and she questions, he's like, you know what? I'm not even going to make you ask how this is going to be and can you give me proof. I'm just going to tell you how it's going to be and give you proof. Your old cousin is pregnant and there's your proof. You don't even have to ask for it. And it made me so mad for how God deals with his his favorite boys and his favorite girls differently. <laughs> And I love that I heard I heard all that so differently than you did, okay. which makes sense. Uh, well, for yeah. one thing, Mary's a child, like she's a kid, and Zachariah is old, like he's had a good life. Second thing is, is I wonder if Gabriel knew all the pain Mary was going to have to go through. You know what I mean? Because Zachariah wasn't going to be around for all of that. She was actually going to have to watch her son be crucified on a cross. I'm going to go with that's a lot harder than being mute. Um and I think the things that she was going to have to go through already as an unwed girl, <laughs> you know, for society, she, she was going to already have consequences for what was going to happen. Zachary wasn't going to have anything, you know? So I could see that also being like, hers were already built in. And I have no idea, like, there's been a lot of, you know, conversation about, did she have labor pains? Did she actually experience birth pains? So, but if you're thinking about a girl who didn't know relations with a man and was a teenager, I don't know, like, if, whether she had pains or not, there's a lot of emotional stuff going on there. But then if there was the physical part, I don't even understand how she did any of that. So I don't know. I'm just saying, look, Zachariah was quiet for a bit, a little moment in Months. the blip of time, <laughs> the blip of time. Okay. How many months was it? How many months was it? I don't know. A while. Was it nine? Uh, so, so, so it was, because it was Je nine. I, th Jesus I think it was, was pretty. Okay. I think it was, I think it was well, pretty similar so to it was equal. Like, a pregnancy. I'm not so saying maybe that being that's pregnancy the are the same equality. thing, but I think it is a similar amount of time. <laughs> Men not being able to talk and name a son is the same as creating a life inside of your <laughs> here's, womb. Here's all I'm saying. Here's all I'm saying. Is I'm that, saying like, I think it's. Way more when than equal. But like in our in our court system, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if you're gonna sentence somebody for for a crime, right? So yeah. if you, if, you, if you, like if you murder somebody, it's something like I think the statute is something like 25 to life. Like there's a range, right? 25 to, to life, 25 years in prison to life in prison or whatever, right? Um, you know, if you steal a pen, it's a misdemeanor, and it's just like you know, you have to pay a fine and give the guy his pen back. I don't know. Like, it's a, obviously a, it's much less than 25 to life. Right. But what this feels like and, and, and there's court precedent. So like when lawyers are talking about their clients and they're like, hey, you know, there's a precedent that this person didn't go to jail for this for this action. Then yeah. the courts have to take that into into consideration. Right. And at the same time in the courts, if you steal a pen, you're not going to get 25 to life. Right. Like or there's, there's just <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're a lawyer. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, unless you steal the pen from, you know, someone important and then shove the, the pen to their eyeball. So, uh, my point, is, my, my point is that there's, there's like, it seems like there's different punishments or different, uh, responses to, like, I think it's, I never realized how many similarities there are yes. in this, in, in the story. Like it, it almost flow and they're literally right after it, right after each other. Like I skipped mm -hmm. a couple of verses, but they're literally right after each other. Yeah. And, uh, I just think it's very strange how different the response is to 
the man, which like, you know, as we're talking about, it, it's like, okay, yeah, he was a priest. So he probably knew a little bit more, but at the same time, you can make the argument that Mary was sinless. So she might've known a little bit more like, but it just seems really strange that, um, she got all the reward and he got, he got the punishment. <laughs> I love that you think what Mary had to go through was all the reward, but I really do. I think it's age. I mean, going back to yeah, what I you were saying the about queen murder. queen of heaven is quite a reward. <laughs> well, in the end, yes. But at, you know, if a 15 year old murdered somebody and a 55 year old murdered somebody, there are differences in the courts with that, Taylor. Like, I really do think this is an age thing instead of a gender issue. I think it's more of, I mean, if we want to take gender out of it, I think it's its the age. And, I don't. I mean, the whole reason I brought I it do. up because it's about gender. <laughs> Mary didn't have a frontal lobe. I think so God I'm is nicer to his favorite ladies than he is to his favorite boys. I really do. She went through more pain than Zachariah. You are correct. So he, here, here's my suggestion. Here's here's my All suggestion right. for how what God is could have rectified situation yes how could god make this better for you <laughs> to be more to be more fair in taylor's eyes in the american court system so uh-huh i think uh just because i was i was picturing both so i'm asking for the same outcome for the two of them i think it's only mm-hmm. fair you can disagree that it's fair but that's what i'm arguing for right okay. um i think either zechariah should have gotten mary's punishment which was nothing uh, so like he, he he could have just gone home like the fact that because think about this think about this what Zechariah didn't get to do Zechariah didn't get to go announce to his wife that she was pregnant that their joy was complete this thing that they asked for for years and years and years and this thing that he knew he didn't get to really share that moment with her and like talk about it right um, so I'm asking for equal equal things because I think Zechariah missed out or the funnier option. <laughs> The, the funniest option in all of this is could you imagine? <laughs> because if the story flowed exactly the same, Mary would have been struck mute, struck mute. And could you imagine a 13, 14, 15-year-old girl having to explain that she was conceiving of, of God without having relations? Could you imagine... Her, her, the situation she would be in would, if she was mute and could not share words. I'm just imagining the hand signals. I, it, it's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> it's the fun, that, that's the whole reason I brought all this up because I pictured Mary <laughs> getting the same punishment as Zechariah and I think it is so funny. <laughs> You're the worst. I also love that you, I, I and that's so funny because you're right. Like I think like but I mean, could could Zachariah write? Like, could he like draw? I, th- I think so. I think I think that's so, how. So alter, the the story later on is I, th- I think he's actually the one because the Gabriel. So the, he the, he made a graphic novel of this. <laughs> I, I don't think he really. <laughs> I think he's the one. I think later on in the story, I didn't read that far because again, I told you I only read the first chapter. But I think I think he writes John like on a mm, tablet mm-hmm. or whatever, and that's why they named John. So like, yeah. I was being a little facetious that he didn't get to write sure. his son because like you know whatever, but. Um, no, it would yeah. be, f- yeah, poor Mary. That's what I'm saying. I think I, she I had enough think to I, deal I, with Taylor being 15. I think 15. it should just be fair. I think either neither of them should have been mute or both oh of them. 
and both of them is just the funnier option, which is why I like that one. <laughs> I hope we get to ask. I hope we get to ask Zachariah. Like, I hope, you know, if we get like five questions when we die, one is an automatic or like, you know, you get five questions, but you get an automatic from Zachariah. So how do you feel about Mary not becoming? <laughs> and he's like, uh, <laughs> you know, he's in the situation where he has feelings about it, but he can't say anything. I just, I'm just a hundred percent sure. You're, just, you're speaking for him. That is very yeah. thoughtful of you, Taylor. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, she did some great things. He just like ships it off to some other <laughs> She did some great things. Her life wasn't totally easy. She was on a donkey when she was nine months pregnant, but whatevs. Yeah. <laughs> she could talk. Yeah. Anyway, that's that was my uh, my strange biblical revelation. And just that's like I want everybody to know that even when I'm praying and reading scripture and doing the good Catholic boy thing of sitting in the church, I want you to know that when I look like I'm reading my Bible, I am. I really am reading my Bible. But this is the kind of stuff going through my head. You're angry. <laughs> You're reading the Bible with anger. No, I, I, to be honest, I wasn't angry. I was. It was so funny to me because it was just so funny how similar the stories were, yeah, and then all of a sudden. We took a yep. big right turn, and I want to know why the right turn was there. I want to know, like, call e- either Peter Craft. Pe- yeah, He'll exactly, tell you. exactly. <laughs> you can interview him again and tell him that you don't know who he is. Um, <laughs> just like I, I also want to, like, I want to, I wanted, I pictured Mary not being able to talk is a funny scenario, but also like it looks like Gabriel got some coaching from the Lord when he went back up to heaven and changed his ways a few months later. Both of those scenarios are funny to me. I don't know. Could I don't think, I don't think either are true, but just they could be, they could we don't be. Know. And we don't know. And we, we can don't ask know. when we go find out, but we uh, will <laughs> anyway, I'm a lot happier at the end of this segment than I was at the beginning. <laughs> Olivia, we did it again. I'm proud of you. I'm angry with you. And you have a lot of heartfeltness in our house. That's that's how we're closing the big show. You're I love it. Happy birthday, Taylor. Uh, happy belated birthday to you. And I want everybody to go tell you that. I'm Taylor Schroll. That's Olivia Newton-John. I'll be back in a week. She'll be back in a month. See ya. Thank you all for watching and listening to today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Liv and I had an absolute blast recording it. We hope that you enjoyed uh, your your time with us. We really do appreciate you spending this time with us each and every week. If you do not want to miss out on our next episode, make sure that you hit, hit subscribe to Fourth Together wherever you are listening, especially over on YouTube. And while you're on that YouTube, go check out some of our other videos, our foundation series, which is like an introduction, a reintroduction to the basics of Catholicism our uh, pop culture series uh, a Catholic Perspective where we look at some of your favorite movies, TVs, video games books, all that kind of stuff all of that can be found at youtube.com until next week, love you should I say secrets about Taylor right now when he's not there and he can't hear me and we're recording and then when he comes back and he listens then he can hear a secret that I share about him nah, it's okay <laughs> he already yelled at me today I don't want to get yelled at. I'm going to, I'm going to scroll. I'm going to be a millennial. <laughs>